Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Um, let's see. We're already into June. I know I keep pushing people to get focused. I personally have kind of, I've been very, very productive, but uh, I need to hone in on some goals for the year um, and achieving them. But I've been wildly productive. It's weird. Um, just feeling like I have a, a ton to do, you know. And then uh, I have recently given up dairy. So that has helped with my morning congestion. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, so while I still sound congested, I mean, I still have some allergies. But the milk, you know, I don't drink milk, but I was doing keto. So I was liking my cheese. And, uh, you know, I just can't eat that stuff. It clogs me up. It makes me feel bad, you know. So anyway, no more cow's milk for me. I've had a very minimal amount for the last three weeks, um, like a splash of cream in some of my tea. And uh, I do occasionally have a small amount of Greek yogurt um, for protein and to get my collagen in. So, you know, baby steps, but I'm feeling better. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to make a dramatic difference. Uh, The more and I've known this, I knew this because for 10 years I've been obsessed with nutrition and how food affects your body. And basically you have to, you know, sort of reverse engineer uh, how you got somewhere if you ever got sick. You know what I mean? Like food can heal you. Food is medicine and it, it. your environment also signals how your genes are going to work. And of course, we all know about genetics, but there's something called epigenetics. And uh, it suggests that it's above genetics, I think is what it means. And it suggests that the way you if you change your environment, you can change the way your genes express themselves. So you don't have to get diabetes just because everybody in your family has diabetes. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's sort of like what I've been working on in lieu of specific goals. Just focusing on trying to maintain some of this health, get some health things back, you know, as things, as you age, different uh, things happen. And, you know, what worked 10 years ago might not work as well as it did now. So then you have to, you know, go back and, and get back in there and figure it out. So anyway, uh, I don't know if people have heard of heard about this, but uh, Ellie Kemper, the actress from uh, Kimmy Schmidt in uh, The Office, um, I think she's from Kansas City, but there is a St. Louis tie for her family. Uh, there's a, a building named after her grandmother, I think, at Washington University. And uh, I don't know, when she was 19, she won... Uh, Uh, an award from the VP fair. Now, growing up, I didn't know what VP stood for. And then over the years, I think somewhere in the nineties, I found out that the VP in our 4th of July celebration, which is what I was the only way I was familiar with the VP fair, um, was veiled profit. So then, you know, by the time I graduated college, people were writing articles about this group and, you know, it was started by a Confederate 
a soldier in the 1870s trying to recreate the, you know, basically sounds like antebellum South. And it was an all white organization, um, certainly has racist roots. Um, by the time she won, they had allowed black members in, um, I, th- I think if she won in 99, they had been allowing black people in for 20 years at that point, which still isn't great, but it was for the elites. And in the elites in 1870 uh, were mostly white men. <laughs> so, you know, again, the history of it is not awesome. But to go after Ellie Kemper for winning some title, as some she probably didn't even half know about at 20 years, 19 years old, you know, seems strange to me. And she's like 40 now. So like, what, what are we, what is the point of this? And so Twitter has just gone crazy calling her all kinds of like queen of the KKK and all this stuff. And that's, what's crazy about Twitter and this whole cancel thing. A lot of times they don't even care about the facts. They don't even care that maybe she didn't know, or maybe she was just young or maybe like, and who is Ellie Kemper really? I mean, she's had a couple TV shows. She's been in a couple of movies, but she's not like, you know, some super major star that now we're horrified, you know, that she's, she was part of, and I don't even think it's fair to say she was part of an organization. It was probably just her rich parents or rich relatives or who were like, oh, this will be fun for you to do or whatever, you know, um, it's just really strange. And I don't understand it. And then on the flip side of that, yesterday, I'm not thinking of Harley. I don't even know if this made the news, which is really bizarre to me. But I am looking at something and then all of a sudden I see Six Flags Turkey Leg is trending. And I'm like, what is that? So I click on it and I knew it was here. I knew it was St. Louis's Six Flags because these kids, you know, the... I, I don't know why there were a predominant number of black people at the turkey leg stand at Six Flags over Memorial Day, but it was a very large crowd of black kids who just decided that they didn't, it looked like when the girl started her video, it looked like they had decided that waiting for a turkey leg was not an option and they hopped this, you know, old timey wooden fence and just started stealing the chick, uh, turkey legs off of the grill instead of paying for them and they distributed them security shows up and starts chasing people around who were stealing the turkey legs and were feeling some kind of way about it now it looked like they were stealing them i'm not sure what justification you can create you know did did the people pay for the turkey legs and didn't get them i'm not sure i doubt that because it was a whole long line of people that were just standing there watching you know these eight to ten bad actors Um, you know, and of course then people are like, I want one. And then they wind up stealing, you know, probably 15 to 20 of these turkey. I mean, probably a significant amount of profit for, for a seasonal turkey leg stand at a, uh, uh, Six Flags. You know what I mean? Like they're not open all year. Coronavirus shut them down for quite some time. Um, and they didn't reopen to have a mob of, 
uh, teenagers decide that they need free turkey legs. I mean, this was just bizarre. And so you watch this, the majority of the kids are black that are doing the stealing and fighting with security. It's like, how are you fighting with security? You stole, you got the chicken, the turkey leg in your hand. (laughs) We know you didn't pay for it. You know, no one's like, I just, it just, it was very, very bizarre. And I'm like, this is what 40 years of systemic neglect of education and job training and, um, you know, financial stability in the middle class looks like. Because this is what happens. You get this complete destabilization. So you got people who, you know, have one value system based off of, I've gone to good schools. I've got a decent education. I have a life and a family I want to protect. I'm good. I don't need to steal, you know? And then you've got another group of people who are like, you know, I paid all this money to get in here. I'm going to get me a fucking turkey leg. And I don't even know because I don't know the details. I'm speculating. I just don't, I don't understand how you get to such lawlessness, how people, there are some people who just feel like, They've not gotten a fair shake anywhere, so they don't give a fuck who they, you know, rob or, you know. People are out here in St. Louis, for real, dying over, like, nothing. Your car, um, people want to get into, like, shootouts because of road rage. Um, You know, one woman here got caught in between two people having road rage issues. Like, what is that? What? When did road rage become you know, more than just flipping people off. Now it's like, I, I got to shoot you. And I've heard somebody, you know, say it. I overheard them. They're not my friend, but I overheard them saying like, you know, you know when people honk at me, it's like, whoa, they better watch out. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. You going to overreact like this whole overreacting thing. It will land you in jail. Like what is, I don't understand this idea. And then the person who was narrating my video of this, uh, what I watched of this event was like, why you got a, uh, she going to jail for a turkey. Yes. It's still stealing. And at this point causing, you know, a riot, she was out there like making it unsafe for everybody in the park. The one girl they caught, you know, she was fighting and, this security was not prepared to wrestle some strong girl because she was like, you know, fighting. And and it's like, why are you why are you resisting arrest or resisting being detained? You you did this. You did this to yourself when you decided it was OK to either take or receive a stolen turkey leg. That's where we are in St. Louis. And it's sad. We deserve a better city for real. I don't know. It's just I read that and I was just like, what are these people doing? It's a turkey leg riot. So now people don't even feel like they can go to to uh, Six Flags. And, you know, I hope they they check for guns and stuff, because some some of the people, if you go by stereotype, some of those people may have had a gun in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was nuts. We live in a very bizarre time. Plus, also, I think people's tempers like people are bringing gun to knife fights all the time guns to knife fight in fact you know 
people are bringing guns everywhere. And there are there are just things that you need to resolve. You need to understand how to communicate your issues and come to resolutions. Guns are not the resolution. So anyway, turkey legs and racist, uh, you know, <laughs> Twitter rants. I just think we are in a very bizarre time in history and historians will have a field day writing about us. I don't think they'll understand the impact of these like Twitter mobs, um, you know, and how you can just like go from obscurity or just living your life to all of a sudden now you're a, yeah, the, you like Twitter's like going hard on you. I mean, I don't know. I just, it's a weird time to be alive. Um, and, you know, gosh, now it's another person probably feels like they can never come back to St. Louis. Awesome. <laughs> this place. I think the ghost of Dred Scott is haunting us. It's like, you know, until something gets dealt with on the spiritual realm, this place is just not going to get better. Which is weird. I think if you're middle class or upper middle class, because there's a ton of wealth here. Um, and to be fair, there is a difference between wealth and sophistication. St. Louis is not a sophisticated place. However, there's a lot of money here. And I think people are doing well. Some people are doing really well. Um, but I don't think you can have a successful community um, if only certain people do well. You know, And it used to be a black middle class here. And it used to be a middle class period here. And, you know, people were able to build a life from that. And now it's 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 either feast or famine, it feels like the middle class is very, very thin here. Um, And those little decisions of, you know, should I send my kids to private school? Those aren't even conversations anymore because you can't afford private school, probably, you know, because your your factory job isn't here anymore. So it's like some of the jobs where you used to be able to make good money without having to be a scholar or a CEO are gone and that nobody replaced them. There was no job training, no job development. This is an interesting place. The turkey leg thing, though, that was something. Google turkey leg, St. Louis, Six Flags. You'll see. Or just say I just Googled turkey leg, uh, Six Flags. That was grim. All right. <laughs> it was sad. Like, what are we doing? All right. I Oh, I also want to wish a happy birthday to my little cousin Jackson, who turned 19 today. Graduated high school last night. Good guy. Good guy. Going to play um, baseball at Morehouse College. Proud of him. He's a good human being and uh, a good person and a delight to know. I And I'm so proud of him. And um, yeah. One day he may grace us on the podcast, but, uh, yeah, he was just a delightful child and I'm so happy to see him grow into a delightful adult. He's a good human being. All right. Have a great, great day and absolutely, absolutely be your best.